Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Beats. I am your host, Kelly Kennedy, and I am very fortunate to be able to share my tribe as I travel across the globe and meet incredible scientists and doctors and all sorts of practitioners and continue to expand that tribe to help engage and encourage and empower you to learn how your body really works. Because what we know from our heart to yours is that you have all the innate wisdom inside you to heal and that our job is now naturally oriented therapists, medically enlightened doctors and specialists available here at Not Meds Global. The Beats podcast is about helping you understand that you have that power inside and what you need to do to help engage it, to constantly upregulate your ecosystem. Thank you so much for being part of our community. If this resonates with you, please go ahead and share this episode. We are always open to your comments and your questions as always. And welcome back to this week's episode of The Beats. Welcome back to The Beats with Kelly Kent. And from our heart to yours, I'm so excited to introduce one of my newer friends and colleagues, Alyssa Scala. She's actually here from this great state of Pennsylvania, in which I find myself today. And uh, we met through a coaching group and I love the work that she's doing. I think one of her story exemplifies how amazing our incredible body is. And I'm excited for her to share the work she's doing. I know this will resonate with a lot of people. And so thank you so much for being with us today, Alyssa. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm excited. So tell us a little bit about, because Alyssa, like I am not a doctor, and yet I would put our knowledge up against a lot of the typical allopathic Western medical community because they might be, and they're amazing at acute medicine, not taking anything away from that, but for chronic illness, chronic pain, for complex issues and cases, people end up knocking on our doors and going, oh my God, I'm so thankful you're not a doctor. And by doors, I don't mean actual physical doors because she has a a virtual practice, Um, but being able to help people with these complex issues. So can, how did you get started on this? How did, what was your journey? Yeah. I mean, I was always into health and wellness growing up. My dad got diagnosed with lymphoma when I was eight. And so from an early age, I was exposed to someone that what I thought was super healthy, ate relatively clean, ran, you know, five to six miles a day was just generally healthy getting diagnosed with lymphoma at the age of, he, I believe he was 33 and, um, just watching him make his lifestyle adjustments, see how that helped with his healing, taking care of himself, et cetera, helped me to really look into this outside world other than just the traditional conventional Western medicine route of just chemotherapy, radiation, et cetera, and doing different types of dietary adjustments and whatnot. So I just had my appreciation really start at that point. But honestly, I was in college, uh, my junior year, I was 20 at that point, And I started dealing with a lot of health issues that no matter how much I was working out and no matter how clean I thought I was eating, <clears throat> I was not able to get rid of those symptoms. It was primarily chronic fatigue that I was dealing with at that time. And I thought, honestly, it was because I was burning the candle at both ends. You know, you're in college, you're trying to enjoy your social life, working, studying, working out all the things. And, um, it was my roommates that were like, I think over fall break, you should go get tested for whatever may be going on. So they ran some standard blood work and tested me for Lyme and it did come back positive. 
you know, it's rare. I feel like that we get a lot of true <laughs> positives instead of, you know, false negatives. And so I was blessed to be able to get that diagnosis, but that was really the beginning when I was 20 years old into chronic illness because I started taking the typical Western medicine route with that, with like three week bouts of antibiotics and it wasn't enough to eradicate it. And so after that, it went from Lyme disease to what we call like adrenal fatigue or the HPA axis maladaptation, um, thyroid disorders, uh, what I later found to be uh, breast implant associated illness and, um, and then parasites. So I went through a lot within the last 10 years, most specifically. And the more that I couldn't get answers from traditional medicine, the more that I felt drawn to learn more about the functional side. So in a nutshell, that's how I got to where I am now. Well, I appreciate you telling that story. I did not know the similarity between our two dads because my dad had Hodgkin's disease since I was seven when I found out that he was sick with Hodgkin's and I find it, my dad was the opposite of yours. I could tell by looking at my dad, he wasn't healthy, but it's really great to exemplify your dad was working out. He looked healthy. You as well, working out, looked healthy but a Lyme diagnosis, chronic fatigue, adrenal issues in your early twenties, eating a good nutritional diet, I'm sure of what was known at the time for what you thought was nutritious and the standard knowledge out there in regards to this is how you live a healthy lifestyle, exercise really hard. That is, I, I so am thankful that that's your story. Not like I was desperately ill at 40 and nothing else worked. And so I turned this way, but it was, I was young, looking healthy, taking the right actionable steps that they told me to do to be healthy. And here I ended up with all this chronic illness. They, their guns, which were antibiotics weren't working. Right. So ended up going in this route. What started to change first for you, Alyssa? Do you mean once I started to take more of the functional route? Well, like, what did you start with first in the functional Oh, route? yeah. So um, I actually had sought out a, a functional MD who specialized in Lyme, but I knew he was integrative, I guess is what he would call himself. Um, and so he did still a little bit of prescription type of stuff there, um, but it was a lot more of the functional comprehensive testing was really the route that we were going to actually look at some more root cause issues. Um, you know, looking at the thyroid as part of it and looking in functional ranges versus, you know, the typical standard traditional ranges and looking at food sensitivities, even though some of the stuff that I looked at at that point, I'm like, okay, that's really more of like a surface level issue. We have to dive deeper than that. Right. And then eventually um, getting our way into looking at uh, parasites, mold, and other co-infections. So we really started with thyroid functioning, um, looking to see if there were other co-infections that went along with the Lyme disease and food sensitivities. And so as all of that was great, I still did that for about five years and I got a smidgen better, but I'm like, this is still, we're missing something. And that was when he uh, suggested I get tested for mycotoxins. I ran that, ran that with Great Plains Labs and uh, my numbers were off the charts. So that was my introduction into the biotoxin side of healing, which was greatly overlooked. Mold and parasites were my most recent things that I addressed and they were the biggest game changers. And breast implant um, associated illness too. I yeah. have not talked about that. I don't think, um, I mean, I know I've been on other people's website or uh, podcasts that do that, but I don't think I've had, no, I have not. So can you delve into that just a little bit? Oh yes, I yeah. did Kazar, of course. I had Diane Kazar and she talked about it. Okay. Um, who else, like if they haven't listened to that episode or 
that might be an unknown. And I find that I've gotten to the point now in my intakes where I'm like, do you have dental implants? Do you have breast implants? Yep. So tell us a little bit about that, if you would. About what yeah, absolutely. So like I said, when I was in college, I was 20 and all my issues started. When I look back on my timeline, I also got my implants when I was 20 in February of that year. And then that ah. summer I started to feel more exhausted. And then that November is when I went and got all these tests done. So, you know, it doesn't mean that I didn't have other maybe health challenges present. I had gut issues growing up, but it was still, I did not have the chronic fatigue. I did not have a lot of these other issues. And all of a sudden it was like, that was the tipping point. So what I encourage a lot of my clients who have breast implants, you know, are drawn to me because they're like, maybe I should consider getting these suckers out. Is this the root cause of all my issues? And I never say that it's the sole reason. I really always think that it's a concoction. It's the, you know, the perfect storm of what's going on with someone, but they do suppress the immune system. They can shift the balance of the immune system to the point where all these other pathogens and toxins can easily take over. And you essentially have this toxic soup sitting in your chest feeding whatever else really loves the toxicity. And it just creates this perfect environment for these other things to really take host. And so when I have someone say to me, you know, what do you think about breast implant illness? I try and remind them that it really is a label for a constellation of symptoms from the toxicity, from the immune system suppression. And so someone will say, Hey, can you test for breast implant illness? If I remove my breast implants, Will that be the sole solution? And what I found is 99% of the time, it's not the sole solution. We have work to do before and after. There have been these random cases um, that you will see, you know, glorified in these breast implant illness Facebook groups and whatnot saying, I took them out and now I feel like I can run a marathon in a week. And I try and remind my clients, please don't expect that. I don't view that as really realistic and great for them. What a blessing that that was enough for them. But for majority of people, it was a piece, a big piece and a tipping point, but we have to address the other things. And so I really just think it was part of my issue. And I got mine removed about two years ago and I still had a lot of healing to do. And I want someone to go into it with the mindset that that's, what's going to have to take place. And you did a lot of prep work before you did that, which as much as I knew how, yeah, but totally different than what I would do now if I would have known, but yeah, started to, I knew I had mold beforehand. I had started some binding there. I really controlled my diet, stopped alcohol consumption, you know, anything, even like social consumption. So as best as I could. Yeah. You know, I think it's so important for people. I love your wording there, the constellation of symptoms. That is beautiful. And this tipping point that you talk about, because it's so true that whatever, you know, not as doctors, I think it happens for us a little easier. Like we don't have a specialty. So we're not attached to like, oh, I'm a hydroclone therapist or I'm the nerve specialist or I'm the acupuncturist or I'm the chiropractor. I'm this, and it's that one modality, that one treatment. But I think it even on these Facebook groups, honestly, I think if either one of us interviewed these people that are like, oh, it was that one thing that I let, I did that, that there was probably a lot of other things they did that was the tipping point to wellness, just like it was the tipping point to illness in your case. But if you had gotten it five years earlier and then got bit by a Lyme tick, a a tick with Lyme, it could have been that, that you pointed your finger to or a moldy house or whatever that, 
it's never one thing that causes one thing and it's never one thing that allows us to get well. And I appreciate you bringing that up. And I love yeah. constellation of symptoms. That is such a great visual of all these little stars in the sky. It's not one thing. It's all of it. Yeah. That's awesome. So two years ago, it sounds like a big shift happened. Yeah. I mean, I was, it was a different level of commitment. I mean, to take out these toxic bags for me that I still, I put them in for a reason. There was a, a purpose as to, to why I got them. And so it was like, I'm doing this. I got to the point where I had dabbled in that for about a year, you know, before that, um, someone had talked to me about breast implant illness and that some of my symptoms could come from that. And I knew that no matter what, even if it wasn't my sole solution, which I didn't expect it to be, I needed to check that off my list. I could not keep going week after week, month after month, year after year, you know, holiday after holiday, feeling like I'm not experiencing life to its fullest and saying, Hmm, is this one of my last big, you know, keys to healing that I'm not addressing. So that was really the start of just a whole different level of commitment at that point. And um, then I ended up about a year and a half ago finding Cellcore, which you and I were just at an event for them. And I just love them to pieces and opened up my world to drainage and parasites which was just never discussed in as much detail as now. There was just not that I'm sure that you can agree that it's even in functional medicine training, it's just not something that's emphasized to the degree that it should be. And that was really a catapult to move me forward. Well, and I would say like in my European training, we talked a lot about parasites. I just said this to a friend of mine this morning. But it was one of those things when you're muscle testing or you're doing other testing and you're like, oh God, please don't be parasites. Yeah. No good way to deal with it, except for antiparasitics, which means we have to find the medical doctor that's willing to prescribe you albendazole or branazole or whatever it is. And then it's going to be a whole bunch of reactions that are hard to deal with. And it, it was like, I and my husband muscle test a lot. And he's always like, you want to be in the discovery phase. You don't want to like predict. And, and yet I know personally, when I was muscle testing people prior to cell core, I was like, please, please don't be parasites. I don't want it to be parasites because there is no good way to, to solve it. And now I literally said that my friend this morning, I was like, I love cell core because, oh, you got parasites. No problem. Let's just test which protocol you're going to do watch them come out. Yeah. So great. It's so great. Yeah. So perfect solution there, but yeah, that they were, they were a game changer. And, and if you are not familiar with parasites and you want to have some fun education on it, please go to Alyssa's Instagram page at biohacking bombshell, because she is phenomenal at creating clips that make it fun and entertaining, but also very chucked full of knowledge, which is hard to do to make parasites fun. <laughs> no one really wants to think about like, you know, passing a worm or some other type of parasite. But yeah, yesterday I made a reel where I was a parasite and it was the best filter ever. So I try, I try and keep it fun and upbeat for something that not too many people feel really welcome to start doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that made a huge shift, obviously, when you started dumping parasites from your body. Yeah. And what did you notice in regards to symptomology, your constellation of symptoms, as you so well put, what did you notice? Yeah. So, and I, I really went into it with the same mindset as I did when I removed my breast implants, right? Like this is going to take time. And I knew that. Um, and so I definitely had some Herxheimer reactions, detox symptoms. I was that person that 
felt dizzy when I was even just opening up drainage pathways or, you know, trying to support the mitochondria better. Um, I would get some gut discomfort. I definitely would have more fatigue. And so it was still hard, but I knew the direction I was going. So, you know, when you see that light at the end of the tunnel, it's definitely easier to, to stay on track, but it was probably when I was about five months in or so. And I started getting more through the, you know, the gut parasites, the systemic parasites, and then moving even more into environmental toxins, Lyme and co-infections with some of their other good IS tinctures that I was like, wow, I feel like I'm, I'm finally opening up these floodgates. Right. And so at first it wasn't a crazy significant shift. And I have some clients where that's the case. They're two months in and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, 95% of their symptoms have gone away. But I love that I had the experience where it was a little bit more delayed in long-term because people need that hope because that's the case for a lot of people with chronic illness, which is, you know, 90% of my practice. So it was, it was slow, but uh, getting greater energy, being able to recover, actually work out and do resistance training, recover from those workouts, um, mood improvements after a little bit of up and down with eradicating parasites. So, you know, gut issues got so much better. So, uh, you know, I'm still on the mend for sure, you know, dealing with a lot of, you know, stress is owning your own business and whatnot. So it's never perfect. And so that's definitely uh, the tip of my iceberg that I'm still working on, but a lot of my symptoms are resolved just from the parasitic addressing. And you've been on this journey for like 10 years. It sounds like from, yeah, as far as like from the beginning of my symptoms, for sure. Mm -hmm. Beginning of symptoms till now has been about 10 years. Yeah. And, and, and when did you really start feeling better in that journey? Year three, year two? Um, I would say that it was more within the last two years. I was getting progressively worse. And that's where I was like, this system is broken. So it yeah. wasn't like, oh, I began in the beginning of you know, my journey, I got sick at 20 and then age 23, I was like, oh my God, I'm getting so much better. Um, a lot of the stuff I had in the beginning was band-aids. They had me on Cortefs, the hydrocortisone tablets. I was on, I was still on antidepressants at that point. I had been on them since I was 16. I had been on birth control. There was a lot of, in the integrative space, still an allowance for these other things that I'm like, we still didn't get to the root. Thank you for trying to support me at this stage, but these are band-aids. And so it wasn't until like the last two to three years that I really started to pull away from those things and get to the final route. And within the last year and a half since Cellcore, that was my game changer. That's when I started to experience the biggest improvements. Well, I appreciate that knowledge because I think so, and, and your persistence too, really, Alyssa. And obviously I would love to know what caused you to be persistent because so many people give up after, you know, well, I, I tried the medical route, nothing worked. I come over to integrative functional, what I would like people to start to realize is called bioregulatory medicine. That's a whole nother story, but be, um, after two months, sometimes, you know, like they give up because they have a little reaction, which I deem as good, not necessarily a Herxheimer, yep. but something where the body's got poop coming out and you got parasites coming out. Some people freak out and be like, oh my God, the homeopathic doctor or the, the holistic health coach made me have parasites. Well, you know, it's like, Hey, that's your toxic load friends. That's not mine. I'm just allow. We're just assisting your body to allow it to come out. But so many people give up. What caused you to keep going after six, seven years yeah. before you had this breakthrough, which is great that, and we're so 
grateful that not only you got the breakthrough, but now you're helping so many others go through that same breakthrough. But it's two things. One is to know that it's layers. And what was causing you to be so persistent and know that this was the way to go rather than going back into that other approach? Yeah. I mean, that's a really good question. And I'll be fully transparent. I have as many crappy days as anybody else would. And there definitely are times where you're like, screw all this. I'm sitting down, I'm ordering a pizza. Like everyone has those times where you're just like, I just need a break. Right. But I can't sit in that for long because honestly, Kelly, I mean, this started when I was 20. I mean, even if it would have been when I was 40 and like, look how long people are living anymore. I'm like, I don't understand honestly how people could just give up forever because I might as well be dead. And I'm serious when I say that, I mean, it was just no quality of life there. What were, what was my alternative? I sat there and I'm like, yeah, do I like meal prepping all the time? Do I like doing this? Do I like doing that? Do I want to invest my money in this versus going on a vacation or whatever? No, would I rather it been different? Absolutely. But seriously, what else was my other option? I, I couldn't continue living like that. I had to do something. So just being so uncomfortable that going and doing detoxing temporarily and going through that, that discomfort was more palatable to me than willingly knowing that I was going to be staying like this for the rest of my life. It just wasn't an option. Right. That that was just not going to, you weren't going to go anywhere. That was yeah. guaranteed you weren't going to go anywhere because they had thrown everything at it that they could. Whereas I find in the holistic alternative, integrative, comprehensive, uh, what I would call traditional because Chinese medicine has been around for 5,000 yeah. years. <laughs> That's not traditional. I'm not quite sure, but the traditional model of understanding that the healing forces within there's so many different tools, like, you know, from an outside, you and I sound like we have very similar practices and come from the same philosophy, but I can guarantee if this was quote unquote, building a house, the house would look very different at the oh, end yeah. and the tools we would use, but the result would be, you have shelter, you have five rooms, you have blah, 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 all the working parts of the house that are needed, but it doesn't mean you go after it the same way. And can you speak to the, your client base and like what kind of what kind of um, cases that you take on and what kind of programs you do and and what your philosophy really is in regards to wellness? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you know, everyone, especially like in the in the business world, in the health world, no matter what, they always say niche down, niche down, right? Talk about what your niche is, then the specific people that you help. And so um, honestly, it's more symptom-based instead of going and saying, I'm the Lyme person, I'm the breast implant illness person. A lot of people do know me for breast implants because this is something that is just a little bit newer on the front of education with the fact that they can make you sick. So I guess I would say, yes, I work a lot with women with breast implants, um, but people dealing with fatigue, people dealing with chronic health issues, it could be anything. It could be fatigue. It could be brain fog. It could be hormonal imbalances. It can be hives. I deal with a lot of different skin conditions uh, as well. Chronic gut issues, chronic constipation, because I grew up with irritable bowel syndrome and having that label just being what you're supposed to accept the rest of your life. Um, so really, I, I, my message out there is that if you're dealing with a chronic lingering issue and you cannot get it to go away, we can get to the root cause because these pillars, I think you'd probably agree. There's there's a lot of different things that can go on out there, but there's some really solid pillars that were like, this is really a root cause to just about anything. You know, you have the biotoxins, you have mitochondrial dysfunction, you have glyphosate, like you have these staples 
that just will manifest in different people in different ways. And we put a label as a, you know, a diagnosis on it, but it's coming down to the same thing. So I have a really hard time kind of niching down and saying, these are the only people that I work with. I know you do. Yeah, exactly. You have the same issue as well. I'm like, guys, don't understand. It's like all the same crap that we're dealing with. How can I just go after realtors that have high blood pressure? I mean, like there's, and that's what I was saying to you before we were online was, you know, when COVID hit being in this industry for all these years, I knew that people didn't really understand how their immune system worked and how their body worked. And I knew that we were climbing a, a uphill battle and then COVID hit. And I was like, Whoa, it's a way bigger problem than I thought. I got to start talking about this more and helping educate those that know to empower people to know that there is like, look at what this 20 year old non-doctor turned into an amazing healthcare practitioner fought for her own health and realized that, Hey, this isn't working. I'm going to figure this out. I will use the guidance. I'm smart enough to figure this out. I'm science oriented. I'll be able to figure this out. And then I can just help other people do the same has turned thousands and thousands of people that she's helped at this point without letters behind her name other that would a traditional medical school would give her, but more of what wellness is about and living her life in a biohacking way, obviously biohacking bombshell. And she is quite the bombshell. If you're not looking at this visually, you should go look at how beautiful Alyssa is, Um, (laughs) Bombshell, but really also drops a lot of bombs and gets people to wake up and not just the parasite bombs, haha, but to wake people up into regards to the fact that we have this ability to heal and it's the lifestyle. And like you said, like, what's your alternative to feel bad and add one medication after another managing symptoms while you're not thriving and living your full life to your fullest so that you can enjoy your life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, you know, ultimately my, I feel like my experience just early on is just what accelerated it. And I'm grateful that I can relate to a lot of people that are in their twenties and their thirties as well. that are going through this. Cause a lot of people think that it has to be 40 or 50. And then you have the people that are in their forties, fifties, sixties, still thinking this stuff is normal. No, it's common because our world is so toxic. So just because you get older, doesn't mean that that's how it has to be spot on. And so what is your, what are the programs that you have for clients to be able to take? I know you have a lot of free information on YouTube, Instagram, and on your website and so forth, but if somebody wanted to work with you, so that chronic case cause whatever, not cause, but chronic symptom in that constellation of symptoms, perhaps they're dealing with, okay, they've exhausted all other resources and they go, oh, maybe I can work with Alyssa. What does that look like? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, some people may come and they're so burnt out because of all the other resources that they've exhausted, right? Or money they've spent or whatnot that, um, you know, I do try and put as much free information on my Instagram as possible and organize it into my highlights so that if someone does want to self-navigate, they can grab a good amount of information. And I have some people that'll say, Hey, I went through my highlights. I went through your highlights and I have my notebook and a, a pen and I literally just took notes and they're just applying that on their own. So if someone feels like that's where they need to start, 
I honor that. I encourage that. I love that. And I value that they can get that much information from my page to do that. Um, but if someone does want to link arms with me one-on-one -on -one and really take the more bio-individualized approach, take a really deep dive into identifying their root causes, all their symptomatology, case history, et cetera, we start with what I call my healing accelerator bundle. It's on my website. It's linked right in my bio on Instagram as well in the captions of my YouTube videos for the most part also. Um, and so that's where, again, it's that deep initial consult that's about 90 minutes long where we're going through everything from A to Z to be able to look at not just case history and symptomatology, but anything contributing to the toxic lifestyle that they have, you know, your water, your personal care products. I mean, everything in between, because I just have that, you know, I know, you know, in this industry, everyone does that first call a little bit differently. And, you know, if I had started by doing initial like 20 minute calls, like a discovery call, I just felt like it was such a disservice to my clients in the end, because they wanted to go so much deeper. And I'm like, well, we didn't have time to do that today. So I, I just jump right on in with someone and I want to go super deep. So that's the route that we take. And if someone wants to start working one-on-one, -on -one, that is our first initial step. So after that, we could look at some lab work um, or do more of a little bit of a coaching membership, but that's the initial stepping stone. And that's awesome. I mean, and I hope that people are listening to this going, wow, not from a perspective, like there's nothing new, but like, there's nothing new. This is not rocket science. This is clean up your lifestyle, find the right coaches for you that resonate with you, that you resonate with their message. And like she said, if it's starting with her highlights and doing all the complimentary information to get your body and your lifestyle on track a little bit more before you invest in yourself to be able to have somebody really ideally coach you that you have to be ready for too. Like you can't, this is not about showing up and getting a different pill, but mm -mm. this is what's great about this approach is that you can help yourself and we can just guide you along the way. And we obviously have a very similar approach because we use a lot of the same products. We have a lot of the same mindset you know, and the pillars to that. So what are your top three pillars that you, if you don't, I mean, I'm throwing you out there, like, I don't know, what, what are your pillars that you really gravitate to? I heard you say, um, biotoxins. Yeah. Biotoxins. So in the beginning, when someone can do this, even without working with me one-on-one, -on -one, um, I know we talked right before we hopped on here, I have a seven day reset that addresses a lot of foundational pieces. So that's like the nutritional side, as well as the subconscious body side of things. Cause I always tell my clients, listen, if we don't master what's going on from the neck up, you're not going to get the results from the neck down. I mean, we have to make sure that we take care of that. So I go over, you know, the mindset training, subconscious body type of things, as well as just foundational, nutritional, physical movement type of pillars there. So I kind of look at foundational as one pillar, right? Just the lifestyle variables as a pillar. But other than that, yes, I'm looking at biotoxins. So we're looking at Lyme, we're looking at mold. Um, and then I don't know if you technically would look at drainage as a pillar because that's really impaired from all these other things, but that's a big one. That's like the top thing that needs to be done before we address all these other, these other variables. So, well, as the lymph queen, I would say drainage is a very important. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have to maintain drainage because otherwise it fills up. Yeah. And at, what did you call your sacks, your toxic sacks? I was laughing when you call it you, yeah, toxic bags that. sitting right toxic there. Yeah. <laughs> toxic bags. But again, it wasn't just that one thing that was just a a tipping point on both sides of the equation for you while you address all these other things that were taught by the lifestyle we grew up yeah. in. 
by the television, by the misinformation out there about what health is, that it's not about exercising and eating, you know, three meals a day that are full of carbs and processing of the food and versus many other things that we teach. So in your seven day approach, you talk about the foundation, talk about the the neck up in order, you got to heal the neck up for the neck down or something along that line. (laughs) Um, So what, if you could, if you had an opportunity to share with the world, like, like, Hey, I've been studying this. I've been living my life. I went from on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the worst, a 10 to a zero. And like you say, listen, we have bad days just like everybody else, but my bad day is a two instead of a 10. And it's lived for a moment, not weeks and months and years on end with no end in sight, which is the point, right? So, but if you had a microphone and you could talk to all 7.6 billion people all at the same time, and they were to hear your message of the secret that you have really figured out in regards to your life and to helping others, what is that secret you'd like everybody to know to just shortcut all of it taking to get to that secret. That's, is this the loaded question that you said? I'm not going to tell you ahead of time, but I'll ask you at the end. Yeah. I had a feeling. I mean, I didn't know it was necessarily the end, but it just felt like the right time to ask this question because everything you just said that kind of summed up what you do. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to strike while the iron's hot. I guess it would be more for like a philosophy for me. I'm a Christian. I'm very grounded in my faith. And so to keep having faith in your God, leading on him as you're going through it and faith in yourself through the process, especially when there's so much noise and so much out there, just staying true to what you feel in your gut, you know, needs to be your next step and being the biggest health advocate for yourself. That was the thing. You have to keep the faith and keep advocating for yourself as you go through this process, especially with, like you said, a lot of the misinformation out there, we get pressured to succumb and we're just socialized in this culture now to believe that everything we're experiencing is normal when it's just common, but it's not normal. So faith and advocation. That is beautiful secret. I I had a consult with a family this morning who has three different chefs in their kitchen, right? One telling them to do this diet, one telling them to do this diet, one telling them to do this diet. And each one, a hundred percent set, convincing them that if they don't do it this way, bad bad things are going to happen at the other side of it. (laughs) And I've been down all those roads as a eating disorder queen, as well as a lymphatic queen. I've had a little bit of anorexia, a little bit of bulimia, a little bit of orthorexia and became a flexitarian to realize that it's, you got to follow your knowing. And that's exactly what I said to them. If you swing your pendulum too hard, listen, the way that Alyssa helps somebody, the way I help somebody is different, but the same, you know, it's about better nutrition, quality nutrition, but it's not getting so rigid that you've forgotten about the flow. And that flow comes from your knowing. And regardless of what anybody's telling you to listen to yourself and have faith that you know more than anybody else that's listening to you, because that's that you're listening to there because you live with your body 24 seven and we can be great advocates for you and help you advocate for yourself and teach you what that really means. But the reality is you've got to know, like speaking to my mother 
or the other day, yesterday. So she's been through this COVID thing and blah, blah, blah. And I've got a couple healthcare take, you know, people helping out with healthcare. And this one healthcare dis- woman decided that she was going to start feeding my 81 year old's mother with a mouthful of amalgams and type two diabetes smoothies in the morning, two weeks out of COVID and being in the hospital doing all the drugs. And I was like, I appreciate with whey protein, which I'm completely adamantly opposed to. And I was like, I understand where she's coming from on this really general information of like smoothies are good, which could be an entire podcast in and of itself. But my, when I said to my mother, I don't want you to do that. It's too extreme. It's pre-digested. It's a lot of sugar. I'd rather see you eat the blueberries and have some toast and an egg than a bunch of spinach and whey protein with blended up is not necessarily the best thing for you. And literally my 81 year old mother goes, oh, thank goodness. I didn't like them anyway. And I was like, hey, don't do anything that makes you feel that bad. Like that's right. Like right. that's she knew that that wasn't a good choice for her. She was trying to be compliant because this woman who's trying to help her. And I said, well, maybe she should run stuff like that by me before she starts implementing that. While I appreciate where her heart's at, she has a little bit of information. And as soon as she's helped thousands of people through their health journey, I'm willing to take her advice. And until that time, let's just lean on mine. Yeah. Or somebody like Alyssa's who has done it a thousand times, not just with us. And so I, that is such an incredible secret. Like listen to yourself, nobody else and have faith that that is the real healing. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with getting numerous opinions because like you said, there's a bunch of different ways to get to the same destination and it has to vibe with you. Sometimes I will say, I think it's important to point out, sometimes you got to do ish that you don't want to (laughs) do. Right. So sometimes someone will be like, you know, I don't want to eat that, or I would want to eat this. And I'm like, okay, we have to have the conversation about what you want to do right now versus what's going to feed you. Right. So I think it's important because some people, you know, can easily kind of cherry pick a conversation and be like, oh, I'm going to use this to support the fact that I just don't want to be compliant to this. But yeah, if you like know in your knower, if you feel in your gut that something feels off, talk to another practitioner and see who vibes with you. Uh, yeah, that's a very good point because that's your mind versus your heart. Yeah. Like mind says, but I could justify that I really want to eat that chocolate. And they said to follow what my gut says, that's not your gut. That's your, your brain trying to convince you of something versus what you know in your gut, like, mm, I shouldn't turn that corner or, you know, right. I shouldn't go to that, whatever. Like we've all had those situations, particularly women. Cause I consider us having a DSL line oftentimes to source that it is very, acute awareness that like, Ooh, that's just, I don't, I don't understand it. I just know that's when you have, that's when you're on the right track. Yes. Well, anything else you want to share with the community about what you do or anything that highlights or any gifts you want it, like, you know, verbal gifts, Or have we just summed it up in a bombshell? I mean, you did an incredible job just talking about all different types of stuff today. I mean, that that really would have been my wrap-up message is for people to just, in this world, especially right now, with just being bombarded with fear and it needs to be this way and mandates that are, you know, not constitutional. And it's just, it's so much. And if it feels off to you, don't let CNN or NBC or someone else like, 
you are smart enough to be able to go and look at a good amount of studies and be able to decide what you feel is accurate information. Don't let someone think that just because you're not a doctor, you're not a practitioner, you're not a nurse, whatever it may be, means that you don't just have the intellect to be able to go and read something and decide for yourself what you feel comfortable with. So don't, don't feel like, yes, you want to go ahead and use a practitioner as a sounding board, as a guide, et cetera. You can get the knowledge, accelerate your you know rate of healing, et cetera. It's absolutely valuable, but you're still smart on your own to make some of these decisions that you're being pressured to make under government rule right now. So I will close with that. I think that that was my last little mic that I needed to drop. <laughs> That's her bombshell. There we go. The biohacking bombshell. I so appreciate your time, your authenticity and who you are. And I look forward to hugging you tomorrow when you come in and get some self-care Can't wait. And in Austin when we have fun there as well. And thank you so much for giving as much as you do to the world of this community. She's got a huge following. Join her following. Go to biohackingbombshell.com is her website. That's her Instagram handle. And this is, I'm sure not the last Alyssa Laskella will be on the beats. And again, thank you so much for your time, Alyssa. Thanks for having me. See you next time on the beats from our heart to yours. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us and spending your time here with us at The Beats with your host, Kelly Kennedy. And I know today more than ever before, you now know better how your body works. And at the very least, we hope we've helped you raise some questions and help you continue to investigate. We are here to help you naturally optimize a better version and vision of yourself on every single level. And after today, you can better engage your innate intelligence and allow for proper regulation and proper regeneration. Make sure to subscribe to never meet, miss a beat again. We hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. And just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for medical advice or professional advice and care by your doctor or other qualified medical professionals. This podcast is created with the intention to provide information and education. This podcast is created with the understanding that it does not constitute professional advice or medical services. If you are looking for help in your journey and seek a qualified medical practitioner, or if you're looking for a biological, not meds practitioner, we can help you. Someone who's trained and a licensed health coach and someone that can help you make changes, especially when it comes to your health. That's what not meds mission is about. I hope you have enjoyed listening again to this podcast. It's one of my favorite things to do. And if you do, please feel free to share it with your friends, your colleagues, uh, for the tips of living the biological foundational life and living in the flow. And if you have been listening and love the show, please do leave comments. We love reading your comments. We really do. And you can subscribe to us wherever you hear your podcast. Thank you so much from our heart to yours. Mm -hmm.